So at what sales level can we start to think about having a business operate as an owner absentee business? Hey everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and others place where we talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses. My kids broke my iPhone tripod, so I'm recording on my computer this week. Um, got a question from Anton, and he says, uh, he asks, um, what is the sales level when we can start to think about an owner absentee business? What are some of your thoughts on the owner absentee topic? So I've made other videos before about my own experience in trying to have a business with somebody else running it. And I talked about how I kept getting dragged back in to do things. And I would say that there isn't a sales level where you can try to create a, an absent owner situation in a business. I think it's a cash flow level is what you want because you have to have enough money that you can pay a qualified manager to run the business and you have to have enough cash flow there so that when the natural atrophy of the business occurs in the absence of the owner, you're still ahead. So what do I mean by that? Well, I can tell when I go into a business if I'm being served by an owner or not. I don't know if you can, but I can. Because they're on top of things, they wanna make you happy, they're always looking to see what else you might need, they're always offering you the upsell, you know, that, that is gonna help their profitability, et cetera. They're on top of things, go, go, go all the time. And then, you know, you go back later and you're served by the 16-year-old kid who's chewing gum behind the cash register and isn't very helpful at all. And that's the employee, right? So a business has to be good enough and profitable enough that in the absence of the enthusiasm and excitement delivered by an owner, it can still make money, right? And so businesses that I've seen where owners have had to step away and, and other people have had to run the business, they usually experience some kind of shrink and if you look at the businesses that are operated as chains versus franchises or independent businesses, because again, one of the things, one of the reasons I believe some businesses expand using the franchise model is because they want an owner in each location, right? Because they want to bring that vigor and energy into each site and only an, an owner or franchisee is going to be able to do that. But there are certain companies that run based on employees entirely. And so they would be like gas station chains, for example, convenience store chains, grocery store chains. There are many of them, right? And so what do these things have in common? They are usually businesses of either significant size, like a grocery store, or significant margin, and like a convenience store. And what that means is that there's cash flow at the end of the day to cover all the sins of not having an owner there. Right. Um, so I hope that answers your question. It's, it's a challenge and the owners always need to still be involved. And I think this is, this is um, a little bit of a myth of an idea that you can create a business that's entirely passive. I don't really think you can. Um, you know, there's a grocery store chain in Canada uh, called Loblaws and they've got stores across the country under different brand names. They also own bakery and, and all this other kind of stuff. And the owner of that business, the major shareholder, is still involved every day at the top level, making sure that the direction of the enterprise is headed in the right way and that the profitability is being maintained. 
And if some division or some group within the company isn't performing, that guy will go and he'll look at it and he'll say, look, what's going on here? We need to straighten this out or else we're going to start removing people and putting new people in, right? So, so the, the opinions and the voice of ownership always have to be present. And when they're not, I'll let me tell you what happens because there's a reason I mentioned Loblaws. There's another grocery store chain here where I live and it was a cooperative chain. And so the co-op grocery stores were owned by the members who were the people of the communities in which the co-op grocery stores were located. And in order to become a member, you had to pay $5 of capital. So it's a tiny little fee. It's, it's technically makes you a shareholder in the co-op, but for most residents of these communities, they just thought of it like the fee to join Costco. You just have to pay five bucks and you become a member, right? So are these people in the community really on top of what's going on at that grocery store like an owner would be, like the guy over at Loblaws? No, they don't really care. In fact, if things are cheaper at the privately owned grocery store across the street, they'll probably go there for that. They don't even have any loyalty to the business that they own because their level of commitment as owners is so tiny. What ended up happening with that chain of co-ops is that eventually the management started to run those businesses to their own benefit. So they were losing money and the, you know, managers were earning hundreds of thousands of dollars in salaries. Right. And eventually over the course of 20 or 30 years, the business was so far in debt that they just couldn't maneuver financially anymore. And what were they trying to do? Well, they were just trying to borrow more because they had long given up on fixing the businesses and actually making money they were concerned about making payroll because that's what was in it for them. And that's definitely not the position you want to be in if you own a business is having managers who are running the businesses to their own benefit, not yours. And so as an owner of a business, you are always going to have to have some sort of participation in the business. Some sort of oversight capacity is going to be your job. And so you need to figure out if a manager is going to be there day to day, what pieces of data do I need to have as an owner to understand what's going on in the business? And it's easier to figure that out if you've been in the business. So if you've been the manager of the business, you can learn what things you need to know on a daily basis to make sure you can manage the business. Then you need to create the systems so that a paid manager has to put that data somewhere where you can observe it. So you can understand what's going on in the business and foresee problems coming down the pipe that will eventually lead to a lack of profitability. Some of the saddest cases that, that I ever run across are when somebody owns a business, let's say a family, and it was being run by a family member and then that family member passes on or becomes ill or something. And the family trusts certain employees in the business and they say, you run the business because you know, the you know, old Mr. Smith or whatever can't do it anymore. And that employee runs the business but there's no oversight or reporting back to the other family members. And what ends up happening is the year end comes December 31st. Then they get everything off to the accountant over the next eight to 10 weeks. And then the accountant puts together financial statements and they find out almost six months after the end of the year that the business performance has declined. And now we're halfway into the second year. And we realize now we have a problem, but now we've got the problems exacerbated by another poor year because nobody's actually keeping an eye on what's going on. And those are really terrible circumstances because businesses can erode very quickly if they're not being properly taken care of. Anyway, 
Anton, great question. Thank you very much. Led to a little bit of a rant. Um, if you want to learn more about how to buy a real successful, profitable business so that you can achieve your own personal financial goals and support your family, et cetera, then you should head on over to businessbuyeradvantage.com. You can enroll in my online course and learn about my other services and the website just got a makeover. It's brand spanking new. So if you haven't been there in a while, go take a look, businessbuyeradvantage.com.